0: Frank, you want to kick us off?
1: Yeah, let's uh let's try and be serious, Al. How you feeling about it?
0: Uh I feel uh like you, just staring off at the highway, kind of
1: looking into my future. Yeah, is that what is that what's out there? Your future? (laughs) It's all the way down that Dallas highway. We're recording in Dallas. We're both here for the radio show, uh part of the Bob and Tom show, part of the Bob and Tom experience. Uh, a giant radio convention uh, that's going on. I think a lot of salespeople. Definitely a lot of sales. Would you say a lot of old white guys with bad hair? A lot of badges, Frank. A lot, a lot of, of badges. badges down there. Um, and uh, <laughs> a lot of a lot of suits with the ties undone a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Getting deals done.
0: Deals done. And right now it is four twenty one. When do you think the bar starts to get hit up at a convention? I think noon. people, noon? Just a little, oh, loosen a little bit.
1: I was just uh, trying to be humorous. I
0: feel like the last meeting is probably at about four. Like you're getting out at four and everybody's like, well, I'm going to run upstairs and go to my room. But then I think mostly is you get away from your spouse. You kind of see people you see once a year. I think you start drinking a little early.
1: Uh, yeah, they're all out there, but nobody's looking at each other. They're always looking at somebody else to see if somebody more important is coming. Yeah. They're looking for the next day. It's really weird. Looking uh,
0: over people's shoulders.
1: You're yeah. cool, but uh, yeah, you
0: you only have five stations. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to. that guy to have seven. What am I talking to you for?
1: Yeah. Why am I talking to you? It's Cirrus. I want to talk to Cumulus. There we go. It's It's a little little
0: cloud cloud humor. humor. I was going (laughs) to say. (laughs) We beat two men running for a punchline. (laughs)
1: That's all. Trying to get into the upper stratosphere with our jokes. Frank, got a
0: question for you. We're in Dallas really quickly. Uh, I know you don't have a lot of time to hang out. You're taking off soon. Uh, I'm going to be here until Friday because I'm doing some stuff with my show, Daily Blast Live. Would you be interested if, like, let's say you were here till Friday, are you the kind of guy that would go to Dealey Plaza to see where Kennedy is shot? Or do you think that's morbid? I would go with my family. I would go with
1: my family. You think that's funny? (laughs) No. The hilarious assassination of a president. Yeah. You know, they got rides there, right? Am I thinking of the (laughs) wrong place? Uh, no, I, I came, I saw, I ducked. I don't, I don't usually go to, yeah, I don't do a lot of things on my own. I would, I would, if it was a historical lesson like that, I could see going with family members. Um, my wife is, um, infatuated. I don't know if that's the right word. Uh, but she, the, the Kennedy assassination, huge. It's just like, she's psychotic about it. She even met one of the, um, one of the uh, the the what's the the presidential guards? I can't even think of that word. Secret right Service. Now. Secret Service. They're so secret I <laughs> couldn't think of. <laughs> you're not serv- allowed to say their name. <laughs> uh, it's like Voldemort. I uh, yeah. So she's she met somebody who was there uh, at when that happened, and she's she reads books, and she and my daughter. She's gotten my daughter into it too, so they they read up on it. I don't read at all. So she is that tell, her but, only conspiracy, or is she no? A she's a big, gal. She there's some of that stuff, but she she gets into some of these big things. She also visited Brentwood and went to OJ's house. Yeah, yeah, it's a big one. Yeah. Um. So and that was when she was young.
0: Like, is the Manson is is the place where Manson's people uh, killed? Uh, what's her name? Damn it.
1: What's it? No, uh, the, uh, whatever. Pocahontas. No. I man. don't know history. I just know names randomly. Shannon Tate. Is, is that place still shouldn't there? shouldn't make fun of that part, right? That's, uh, <laughs> I don't know if that place is still there, but I'm, I'm sure if it is,
0: especially with, uh, with the, with the, this Hollywood movie that's out. Uh, I wonder if that sparked up interest in the Manson murders again, but I heard that because of that, that Sharon Tate murder in every place, whether it's an apartment or uh, a, a house, I think this is just California, but it might be uh, worldwide. The realtor has to tell you if somebody was murdered in that house. They have to, because yeah, I remember I guess hearing had, about yeah. something.
1: I didn't know it was because of that, uh, but I, I, I don't, and I also didn't know if that was real or if that was just a rumor. Yeah, so. it's a real thing. Oh, it is. Yeah, I guess I'm sure people are like, why are people
0: taking pictures? Why did I get this place so cheap? And why are people <laughs> driving by taking pictures?
1: Yeah, I, I don't know.
0: Um, and would that would that make you feel weird if if you love the house and the realtor's like, look, I, I don't want to tell you this because I, I see how excited you and your wife are about this house, but I legally have to tell you, uh, and this is the house of your dreams, Frank. They're like, this, uh, somebody was murdered here eight years ago. Now, are you a energy guy? Are you a bad juju guy? Are you like, I think that person is dead and gone? And I yeah, I don't, I don't care.
1: think I like it. I don't I don't think I just I think I think about it. Right then, I'm also thinking I got to sell this someday. Yeah so there's some of that too all right uh there's a what's your exit strategy you gotta have somebody that's have has as little emotion as i do and that's going to be hard to find so i think yeah i don't uh, that that changes my look on it uh how cheap it well how cheap is it it's 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 that good of a deal it's It's a killer deal frank
0: hello everyone
1: uh <laughs> i uh no nah, i probably i i don't know i i don't what where are you sitting I, on this well
0: i'm at first i was like you i was just like you, you know i, I could kind of care less i'm not an emotional guy i'm definitely not a spirits ghost guy even though i'm surprised at how many people that i kind of not kind of people that i respect and think are mature and still do that are really into that are into energy and crystals and into spirits and i think i saw a ghost like a lot of people are into that i didn't care about any of that per se but uh i don't know if i told you somebody died at my apartment complex on my floor and i know the people that lived there it wasn't them but it was a guy that they had over for a party he apparently had had taken something and he ended up not Staying on the balcony, we'll leave it at that because I know nothing. But I know that every time I drive up towards my apartment in that direction, I
1: stare at that balcony. Yeah, every single time. And that yeah, would, that would you know, be my. If you yeah, know, it's so it's kind of that's the first thing you think of. Then yeah, so that it becomes too much psychologically. I I just don't think that's where I would be. Yeah. So if it's my second house, maybe there I, we go. Your playhouse. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and speaking of having like a second house, this is a weird tangent. But when uh, we are in a hotel room. And I was t- telling Frank when I when I walked up because it just it, we're recording, but it's just a room. So like I'm, it's in there are two towers. So I wasn't sure how many different r- 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 if there were two rooms with the exact same number. And I knocked on a door. And this, this is a weird thought. I was like, I really respected call girls because, Frank, you don't know who's answering that door. It's either Frank Caliendo or somebody with some duct tape. Like, I'm really into older black men.
1: Now you're mine. It's a lot. Of, it
0: takes a lot of balls to be a
1: call girl. Well, yeah, of course it does. The risk reward there is yeah. not that great. Yeah, I we should also go around and talk to high school students about how much balls. Hey, do you have
0: what it takes to be a call girl? Ladies, log on Sounds, to Alan Frank, trying to be serious. Wasn't that
1: a Fox show with uh, with Jeff Fox, really? <laughs> Do you,
0: first of all, I think people would watch that. Be, you would be like, oh, this is going to tank. Then all of a sudden the ratings come out. You're like, pulled a
1: nine. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, this is the Masked Singer. From the Masked Singer to the Masked Dinger. Yeah. Wait, are that. you? Wait, you said you're a mass singer family? No. No?
0: Uh, well, everybody's got their trash TV, Frank. And I never knew until I became a love after lockup and a 90, 90 day fiance junkie My that wife I. That. Oh, dude, I me and your wife can talk for hours, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm just saying, like, I've purchased things off Etsy that have phrases only people that watch the show. I know, Frank. Do you. What's your trash TV?
1: Um. Game of Thrones. That's your I'm that high class. I that see. That's what my trash TV is. <laughs> I don't watch any trash TV. I don't yeah. have any interest in it. I no? don't I think I get my fix from sports maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh but I do not think that I have any um I don't have anything that's tr- like I go my wife will watch reality television I'll go in a different room and try not to think less of her. That's where I'm at. <laughs>
0: it's, uh, uh yeah, I I feel that it's it's a little embarrassing and uh you, you know, I'm not proud of it, but it it happens and if anybody wants to talk about either of those, those two shows, DM me. Uh Frank, um you, you're such a professional. You you let us into our first topic without even knowing and this is uh, this is so fresh that uh, I, I I started reading up on this story today uh, you talked about sports um, and you talked about kind of controversial things and that's what this first topic is did you see on college game day last week uh, the guy Carson King uh, that held up the sign uh, saying basically I'm out of bush light please Venmo me and the sign went super viral um, he ended up initially. I think he raised forty thousand dollars in his Venmo. Uh, Bushlight matched it, and Bud Light matched it, and s- uh, some other children's hospital matched it. And as we sit right now, he's raised uh one point one four million dollars for the Iowa Children's Hospital. Okay, have you heard this story? I had not even heard it. No. Oh wow. Okay, great. So this guy's Carson King. He's they even uh, Bushlight even uh, put his fa- his likeness, his face, on a can of uh, a certain line of bush lights that they're putting out. I don't know if they're only in Iowa, but uh, y- you can see that on um, on Google Images. Now, here's the problem, Frank. Uh, this man was 24, which I thought was too old to be hanging out uh, to college, but whatever. Yeah. Maybe he's in grad school. And uh, so he's having stories done about him. A reporter from the Des Moines Register, Iowa Register uh was doing a you know a piece on him just say hey, the local boy does good kind of piece goes to his twitter and finds two tweets from when he was 16 years old i couldn't find the tweets i really didn't need to see them one was uh comparing black mothers to gorillas the other was making light of black people that died in the Holocaust. I didn't get that. I don't know. I I think it's better that I'll never know, Um, which is disappointing, and we'll talk about that, but that's not where the story ends because we're in 2019. So then people go on the reporter's uh, Twitter from the Des Moines Register, the guy that basically kind of outed this Carson King guy, and found... Uh, tweets that a lot of people would also find offensive, but those tweets were only for from a couple of years ago. Now I read uh the reporters' tweets, and they were more kind of when a white guy tries to speak hip hop. Yeah, you know, like kind of using the n word like that. It wasn't like with the hard e r. It right. was more like kind of like hip 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 hop. One he was the, writing that n word with the a end with with the a at the end. It, yeah. One was a Kanye
1: quote. And that what? was a couple of years ago. Yes, he had an F you the have to he, know. Well, one yeah. was a Kanye quote.
0: Yes, one was an F the police because I guess the police uh had <sighs> had been accused of beating up a rapper so he had an F the police. Then he had a, a he had a bunch of like kind of like gay ones like um I just got hit on by Tori Amos's makeup guy I guess I'm gay now like those kind that's not a direct but it's the, that it's those kind of tweets yeah. and so I, I didn't think that there was any more appropriate story than now we're at the point where people that are outing people for their tweets are being outed for their tweets because they didn't delete those tweets and then as I'm looking for those tweets to bring it up to you Frank I look at Melissa Vill- Villasenor who's the first Latina SNL cast member and I guess it's just because the the algorithm I was looking in it looks like she deleted 2,000 tweets. Uh, And there was a couple in there. One was like, uh, I guess when she worked for Forever 21, one of my coworkers that only dates black guys is setting me up for a blind date. I said yes, but I'm a little nervous. And like, uh, my dog looks like an old Japanese man. And,
1: you know, they're just kind of... What's wrong with your dog looking like an old Japanese man?
0: Frank i don't know i I actually remember
1: when she i remember because she was shooting a sketch with us and she was like on the phone back and forth a bunch of times really uh yeah at espn she was uh, we were shooting a a a sketch there and i remember i didn't know what was going on at the time but i remember her twitter being down and i remember her also that her first television show that she was ever on was frank tv until it wasn't anymore Yeah. (laughs) until it was uh america's got talent all of a sudden um Listen, she's a kid. She's a she, she's Latina too. So it's yes. like, I don't know. And remember,
0: if you want to go you, all the way back, like, J Lo got in trouble because she used the N word in one of her songs. She says, "But you can't go back." That's what I'm saying. You can't I, so go I back. don't know. You can, can't go you, back. can you? Can you? Can 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 you go back six months? Is that okay? Can you go back six years? Is that okay? Well, you'd have to. Uh,
1: uh, it's uh, so I, weird. I but I I guess you can go back. You can do whatever you want. But in terms of. We always go back to this. Whoever raised you, that's who's actually talking, right? It's, I love that. That's. Um, I love you know, that. I've never. I've never heard that. Yeah, I say it all the time. I said it earlier today. Yeah, no, but it's like it, I always say that. I use that analogy of the kid in West Virginia. Uh, who sends a racist treat, tw- tweet or treat, yes. depending on how racist you are, how you have I it. might
0: eat a racist treat if I like got all the things I like. If there's like that waffle and then caramel and then more waffle and then chocolate, but it said something inappropriate,
1: I might were <laughs> a There of a lot of names for that <laughs> treat went through my yeah. head that would have ended a career or two. As soon as the mics are off Spangle. Oh, no, I never, I would never, no. Um but uh yeah well there's there's thought police there you get in trouble for thinking something um listen i i i I don't know i'm sick of it i i i it's i think people are going to become immune to it at some point in terms of the beer guy man maybe he thought that was funny at the time i don't know that just seems so backwards thinking to me uh it's just brutal i just well, I, I, I don't want to i don't want to sound like i'm defending because i'm not defending here well that that that's that's what it, and i'll
0: give you a second to gather your thoughts because that this is the same thing that i was thinking of and remove it let's say this man never existed let's just say we're just taking this just hypothetically what would 16 year old al jackson be tweeting about i can't imagine but it wouldn't be good if it if it was jokes, I don't think I I don't think I would tweet anything racist, but I might tweet something in a, uh, inappropriate, especially when you realize that you get rewarded for pushing the line for saying something. You edgy, used to. S-
1: I don't know about it now. Well, Maybe it's starting yeah, to open well, up again. This guy's twenty four, so eight years ago with Twitter, uh, you know. But the, the whole, all these movements weren't happening back then, so it was like we always talk about me doing. Uh, you know impressions of black people in the darker makeup, which I always right. say is not blackface. Blackface. If you look and see what that actually was, you right. go, you immediately go, "Geez, that's racist." Right. You look at somebody do, and I'm not, a, I wouldn't do it now. And I, I, I actually look back and go, "God, I, this is, a, in retrospect, a terrible decision." But then I look, Jimmy Fallon did a Chris Rock, yeah. uh Daryl Hammond. What happens is I even went to a couple different people and said, what do you think of this? And they go, let me see what this, what the makeup looks like. And they go, Oh no, that's the right way to do it. That oh. was, that's how that was actually phrased back then was like, Oh no, you're doing this the the right way. You're not trying to say one group of people is better than another group. You're actually, and the context has completely changed to that. Right. And you have to evolve with the context, but you can't take away the past. You look at Jimmy Kimmel, you look at Jimmy Fallon, you look at Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder, and yeah. it's uh, none of these people, I think, are racist people. Uh, so I look at that. I see that's a terrible, the tweet you talk about with Beer Guy, terrible. Uh, it seems to be. On the surface, to me, more than uh, it's a tone thing, and the tone is bad there, right? I think, right. So the tone, but then again, that's a sixteen-year-old kid at the time who's talking to that kid. That kid's in Iowa. Where's what's the what with ma- the makeup of that kid? Is it wrong? Yes. Is it all? Is it entirely that one kid's fault? I don't believe so. How, is that kid the only? Has that kid changed? I don't even know. I don't know who that kid is now. Right. I don't know if he just got this thing on, got lucky, but he did something good for a lot of people, and then you Harvey Weinstein it and push, push it under the rug. I don't. Th- I don't know, but I, I I don't have answers because there's no there is no answer to it. What, there's no way because you can't you can't say sweep it under the rug because then you look like a terrible person. Right. Too. It's just.
0: I think a lot of people would say. Again. Assuming that these tweets never existed, but let's let's say that uh, let's say that you met this kid uh, at a bar. You're drinking diet soda. You're not a drinker, but you meet this guy at a bar, and he's 24 years old now. And he said, "Hey, Frank, I'm a big fan of yours. Uh, you'd be surprised. I grew up in Iowa, and before I went to college and and became more worldly, I man, the stuff that." I grew up with, and the guys I grew around, grew up around. They they said racist stuff, and I did too. And then I went to college,
1: yeah, and evolved. But that's and, a lot of people, yeah, and that's a lot of people, especially twenty years ago. That's a lot of people, yeah. more people because right. the people didn't. You know, once you like you meet people, once you see something I talk about with Spangle on his podcast. Um, once you see, once you meet somebody that's different than you. the the human element is then there and then you say, oh my God, we're humans. Yeah. And it changes everything as opposed to, hey, this ethnicity, I've never been around them before, but you know what's funny about them? They're terrible drivers. Right. And you, you don't know because you're just going on something somebody else has told you. Right. And you don't care about the human emotion in it. And then you get that you 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 talking to people and you meet people and you realize, geez, I was terrible for saying stuff like that. And that's not jokes. Jokes are different. Jokes and the intent of a joke is to entertain. Now, I shouldn't say not all jokes, but uh, you know, the guy in uh, Upper Michigan who's telling me uh, a uh, a racist joke, that there is an element probably of uh, racism there. You know, right. there's, <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's uh, like uh, dusting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> marination of racism yeah but it's not it's not the same as hey pointing out differences in culture and saying isn't this funny right that we're different there's a huge difference what's the what's the um chappelle I heard was reading about something Dave Chappelle did that joke about the black people have two ways of speaking basically mm-hmm. it's yeah. the, the 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 way people speak to each other black people speak to each other and job application or the yeah. job job uh, uh, interview, which is Job true. Interview. Yes, it's right. called, I mean it's but, called code switching. Yes. but if a if a if a if a white person said that, you could totally say that's the most racist thing I've ever heard. Right, but it's meant to be about that's the most racist thing you've ever heard. But it's racist. Right, it sounds right. It could sound racist, but coming from Chappelle it comes from a, 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 an interesting, smart thought. Process right, right. But I could that process come from a white person? I I think so. But it's how you say it, and who's saying it, and what's their history behind it, in the context of it, that could. I I don't. I don't know. I wouldn't say it today. But I think people maybe someday could again if people can get out of being in this box of, uh, you know, just everybody attacks each other for everything. Frank, you just said it. It's a box, and so
0: that's who you are. So now we're talking about what he said when he was sixteen. I know it might sound like I'm defending him. I am not. I am thinking about I heard you my- say the same stuff <laughs> exactly. Well, I yell it, uh, but my windows up. Uh, <laughs> you know, but no, I, I, I'm thinking about my daughter and my son, and what about their right as a 16 year old to be an effing jerk, to be a dummy. Well, you like, can be like that, was.
1: you just can't put it in print. Right, right. but these kids
0: didn't know that yet. I don't think we knew what the internet right. was gonna be. And this is here's my point to everybody. Take race out of this. It's interesting that we 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 can't be happy and be like, wow, that's really cool that this guy that was saying racist stuff less than a decade ago is now it seems like he because I looked at the way he defended himself against the tweets, he said, I said it. Do not attack the Des Moines Register. I said that the reporter was very gracious. I'm glad to have grown. I'm I'm, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm abhorred at these comments. So, but people will still come after him. But I've listened to a lot of podcasts with former white nationalists that have gone on podcasts saying this is how they recruited me, this is what I said, some of them committed acts of violence, and now they are reformed changed, and now they go to colleges and speak about that so it's like if you're open about how you started in your evolution it's fine but if it's found out and then it's clear that you've evolved it's not because no one would go back to a former white nationalist that's talking on npr about how they were recruited and then go back at his tweets and be like i found some racist stuff right. because he said it ahead of time but
1: they volunteered it yeah so it's just and it's, this person might have even forgotten that they did that. They probably did forget that.
0: Clearly, the reporter that interviewed him <laughs> forgot about his Twitter.
1: And to be uh, so, I, what people used to do on Conan. peep they used to do Caitlyn Jenner jokes all the time. I remember talking to a writer at, from Conan at the time. They used to do Caitlyn Jenner jokes. They don't even come anywhere near that kind of thing. And Caitlyn Jenner doesn't even care if you do that kind of jokes, from what I understand. Right. But it's like the, you can go back. Look, go look at some of the late night monologues. Over the last 10 years and see before LGBTQ stuff started coming to the forefront mm-hmm. and became uh, like the, the the police on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, take a look and see how many of the late night shows used to do. Caitlyn Jenner was punchline after punchline after punchline of being confused uh, and not, you know, whatever and, uh, and not understanding. Because you know what? You can do it. I think you can do a joke about a person, a, a transgender person. You know what? Because in in that way, it might be me who's the ignorant one. That's the that the joke is about,
0: right? You Which, know, if you're a good comic, I feel like ninety five percent of your jokes are like that.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it's it's all in the tone. If you if you and when I was at Mad TV, they used to do a thing. If you make fun of a group, you have to come back and get the comeuppance where they get you back, right? But the, we we all we talk about tribalism and all this stuff all the time, where people. We are. You're not getting out of it. It's just it, people are different. Make fun of the differences. I love the fact that we can make fun of the differences. As soon as you stop caring about – as soon as you stop making fun of the differences ever, that's going to be a lot of anger that people can't say what they want to say anymore. Yep. And then they're going to take that out. Again, I'm not saying violence or something, but they're going to start to have feelings – of uh, hatred toward the group because there's like i can't say this stuff because of what right you know you ever see somebody who loses their job um because there's a diversity you know they're they're trying it's all the, the 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 crime of lack of diversity happened in the first place right we can't change what that was all white guys that were hired years and years ago but what they can do is come in and make it a more diverse workplace well, what'll happen is a lot of the white old guys that get let go, fired, are like, I, I hate this group of people. It's not the group of people; it's the right. concept of it all. Again, now they might have got not have gotten those jobs in the first place because the hiring wasn't fair in the first place. Right? You can't. But we go back and try and fix everything all the time, and I don't think we end up fixing stuff. I mean,
0: it's, I mean, we run into it just because we're both sports fans. You run into it with baseball. I mean, people and people get very uh, emotional about this because people care so much about baseball and baseball statistics. But you'll get the people to say, I don't count any statistics before they allowed Dominican players to play. So Babe Ruth's statistics are irrelevant to me because he was playing against a bunch of drunk white guys. And they're saying until they allowed Hispanic men to play that these records and or black men to play uh until they they had to, to play against uh you know they never had to play against buck o'neill in his prime josh they, gibson cool right, papa bell right so yeah so then and, and there is you can make that argument uh, but does that then discredit everything that um uh, that babe ruth did and and players like that I don't know. It's like now when people I I've heard people take shots at Field of dreams. I I what I, I, people have said that that film is aged poorly. Uh, but it's like anything you look at the movie Green Book, uh you know, when people say that that shouldn't have won because it's it's all about a racist white guy uh becoming the hero because he's not racist anymore. They're so uh, you know, What's anything, so bad about that though. What's about what's I think people, I, People's issues where it's uh, the white savior movie, which the, you know, though there were a ton of where it's like, but there's also the
1: opposite of the black savior, like that guy fixes the white guy too, right? Right. I mean, there is a really the people when I I, I understand that because we've talked about the concept of the white savior, but at the same time, the the uh, is it Viggo Mortensen? Is that, who that? maybe? Is yeah.
0: That? It, wait, that's in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, yeah. It's him, and who's the uh, who's the black guy? Is it? Uh, uh, Chris is looking up. Is it is it the Ali guy? Yeah, he also is in True Detective. He did a great job in that. Really underrated. But um, but in terms of the, the yeah, I've always thought all those movies they they fix each other. It's like if if this was a buddy cop movie, it would be in, in the eighties. We could cast this in two seconds. Frank is the guy. He's disconnected from his son. He him and his wife are not connected. He's a stiff. I'm about to retire in two years. Who's this young black cop that I now have to deal with? And I'm like, who's this old stiff white guy? He doesn't listen. He, he, I don't think he likes me. And then we go through something in the course of the movie. Then you realize that I've taught you to loosen up. I realize that you've taught me to take this job seriously. We both take something home. You go home, the movie ends with you and your son you know, high fiving each other and sitting down to watch the game, and you kissing your wife, and it ends with me now sitting in your now desk, now that you retired, and carrying the torch with the information that you gave me. That's the first of all, I just wrote a movie in two seconds. Wow! But it's like, you know, that we we're both walking away with something. I don't know if right. But in the it, green book,
1: who's the who's the elegant, cultured person? The black guy. The black guy. Right. And the white guy. He's is, a musician. I believe in that. Uh, is he? Okay. Yeah. Maharsal. Ali, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. And, and the, um, and the white guy is a lower culture, uh, societal lower on the societal chain, I guess, not actually because of the, the, uh, black and white issue, but in terms of, uh, he's not cultured at all. Right. He's really rough around the edges and he's just looking to make a buck. And the other guy has all the money. So it's, right. I don't know. It yeah, again. You look over. I'm over here. You're over there. You're over there. I'm over here. It's you look at it different ways, and sure, you can make that argument that it's the white savior movie. But at the same time, he makes he fixes the white guy in a lot of ways. He right. I I think that I think that he's more savior for the white guy in that right. one personally. In some ways, then it, because all the other guy did was drive him around he he helps him from getting beat up by bad guys, right. the bad white guys at one point, who he might have been at like at one point right, but I don't know i i I just and it's based on truth based on a true story, so that's what it was like, unless the alternative is we just don't talk about
0: the very recent past I mean. When Green Book took place, my mom was alive. (laughs) You know, the Green Book was a real thing. I can talk to my mom, and especially people from my grandparents' generation, anybody that's still alive, that lived that. So should we not talk about that? Yeah, and and how
1: do you – that's burning books then. How do you not – you need to have people tell the story so you can see what it actually was because, like, I I don't – Listen, my son, my kids—they don't know. They see some prejudice and racism and stuff like, that, but they don't see what uh, our parents saw. Right, and it might be better. It's still not great, but it's—it's it's unbelievable to go back and even think that you know certain people couldn't play because of the color of their skin, couldn't play a sport. Right, crazy. They—they—they they, they would think that you're lying, but that's how recent
0: it is. But also how fast we've gotten away from that. Are we still dealing with that? Will we always? Are there going to be racial elements until the end of time? Absolutely. Am I am I da- tamping down the 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 scourge that is racism? Absolutely not. But it's not lost on me that my dad, my father, not my great great grandfather, my dad's kindergarten teacher used to read Little Black Sambo in class. My dad, and think about how insane that sounds right now, and you know it, it's. It, it's and I mean, my dad, if he had taken better care of himself, could very well still be alive right now. So it's it's not lost on me what happened. It's not lost on me that that period of time needs to be discussed because we've seen that when you forget about that stuff, it can come back on you. Right. And I mean, look at the rise in white nationalism we're having right now. Same thing. These immigrants are taking our jobs. They're trying to take our women. It's the same thing that happened. It's the it, that's what the movie. Uh, gangs in new york is about except it wasn't black people it was italian and irish people the irish are here to take your job don't hire anybody to tell you that's why people change their last name it's the same rhetoric immigrants don't let them in don't house them don't let them work they're going to rape our women they're going to take our jobs they're here to displace you it's the same thing we're hearing in 2019. And if you don't understand that that's what happened 150 years ago in New York City, you won't understand that that's why that happened in Charlottesville three
1: years ago, or however the hell long ago that was. Yeah, I think people are just out there more. But I made this argument earlier, too, with someone else. I think that people get on that. There are those racist people about immigration, but then there are other people where it all just comes down to money. When and I bring this up quite a bit about... To people, the the when they whenever they come to that argument of the Statue of Liberty, bring us, you're tired, you're poor. And I go, yeah, but there were no, that's when there were no taxes or anything either. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody was spreading the wealth around to, not that people are lazy. There's nothing to do. listen to uh, next week's uh, We Are Libertarians for a more in-depth the discussion on that. But there's. who there, listen to that. There are other. Shout out We Are Libertarians. Shout out Chris Pankow. There are um, there are other ways to look at certain things, but i I think that I think the racist people have always been there, and I think I think there's different. I, I don't want to sound like I'm saying there's different levels of racism too. There's the people that are like I think I'm better than that person, and they're, they're like those people should be dead. Those yeah. are different. Like you can live with the people that think I'm, because always there are going to be people that think they're better than other groups, but it's the people that are going those people should be dead that are the scary ones that you have to to really worry about. I, you're allowed to be, and again, this is not a popular thought, but you're allowed to be racist, yeah, as long as you aren't acting on it. It's, you, I mean, and people are all the time. It's not good. It's awful. And anybody, anybody cuts this into little pieces, I'm in a lot of trouble. But in terms of the reality of that, right, you, you can you can hate whoever you want as long as you don't treat them badly. You can right. I can hate somebody and still charge them the same amount for food as long as i'm doing that it's okay that's the legal part you can't change what people are thinking in their heads and people people have a lot of terrible thoughts right i i I made this argument um with uh spangsy earlier too that i want to get your thought on um because we we talked this a little bit and it was one of those um i think a perspective from a black person is is helpful on this any black person will do Uh, no no (laughs) no just the good ones (laughs) um yeah I see you as one of those guys uh, no. <laughs> so the women have been oppressed, right? not allowed to vote, couldn't own um uh, property. property now we're not treated qu- quite I, i'm not going to go all the way as badly as um black people because they weren't sold ah, maybe they were even sold at something but but I mean don't even think about that stuff as all but a man could dress up as a woman. Right, right. But that's an oppressed group in history treated poorly by old white guys. Like I want, you ever think about that? That's so just one of those things. And I'm not trying to say it's okay. Right. I'm not trying to 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 say that's interesting. The, like you think about people who've been treated poorly, and women are there's a whole hashtag. There's a Me Too. There's a whole you know all the stuff. Yet, if Jimmy Fallon did a bit where he dressed up. As a woman, not transgender, but as a woman to play a woman, I don't. I bet you there's. I shouldn't say I bet you. Not yet, but maybe someday. I don't. That that's the that that's in the same thing. A press group of people held down by uh, the the a person that would look like that person, right? And. But that's that's the same thing. We're we're defining what's okay, what isn't. Right. You know, I can do an Irish accent. I can do I can talk like this all day. Nobody gets in trouble. Nobody gets Holmberg and I talked about this too. Like if you do like a, a black street slang type of thing and I'm so white I, that's how I'm saying it. Yeah. But uh like what's up, bro? You know, that yeah. kind of thing. You could you could possibly get in trouble. But if you yeah. actually do an African accent, you do you nobody's saying that's like if you do an African accent. Right. And this was Holmberg's point. He's like Nobody ever says something about that. That's a, right. That's the real accent. I shouldn't say it's not the real. That's a terrible way of putting it. Cut that out, me. No, but uh, it, it no, is. But I mean, that's is. the original right accent. Yeah, that's
0: the the original, <laughs> the one that rolled off the li- the factory line. That's it. <laughs> Exactly what Al Jackson of Denver and the Daily Blast Live said. It is. And there in and, and I think I don't that, know. I just there's think a pride start- to that and a beauty to that. And I don't, you know, when I see black people represented almost in any way on TV, there's a sense of of, of pride. I'm proud to be black. I'm I'm proud uh, of who I am. But again, all these things if taken the wrong way when somebody goes, if somebody goes, I'm I'm proud to be Irish, that's cool. But if they say I'm proud to be white, that's not walking down a different because path. Because people
1: are combining it to right. mean something else. Well, usually
0: people that say I'm proud to be Irish, it's more of an ethnic thing where white is like considered
1: a color of, opp- not oppression, but of dominance over well, other browner but he, cultures. But who's even white? I mean, it's weird when you think about that because it's like, Italians were discriminated against. Irish were right. discriminated. They're about as white as you can get, right? In terms of skin, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, different parts. Again, never as bad, I think, as this the black people and brown people. I mean, there's a different, uh, I guess, but people lump that all into this. You know, right? Say,
0: well, it's different here in this country, uh, just because, like, if you went to uh, Norway and you know ask somebody you know hey there's a. Uh, do you know those three guys over there you wouldn't say yeah there are three white guys because almost everybody in the country is white what? you would say those uh yeah one of those guys is an italian guy he's a he's an exchange student and then one of those guys is uh you, you know from ireland and then another one of those guys from norway you break up white people because everybody's white but when you get to a country where and you forget how unique our country is. I'm sure you traveled a lot that, that you can go to a restaurant and there can be seven or eight ethnicities in different colors around you. Where if you go to certain countries, it's almost homogenized, whether it's India or, uh, you know, anywhere. We're, we're very unique like that. So you can't just say uh, Chris Spangle and Frank Caliendo. Yeah, there are two white guys and. Because,
1: but if there, if there were the ground- two white guys uh, over with a group of black people, you'd right. say, "Hey, that's the two the two white guys." It's right. Just because it's the easiest way to pinpoint right who the two guys are. And the same thing if it was two black guys in a group of white people, or it was even a group, even a group of everybody. You go the 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 the, and it's one black guy there, and or one Not white the guy, guy in the red collared shirt, <laughs> just the black dude. Yeah, and it's in in, but, there might, think- be, but you, there might be, but there might be. Two guys wearing the red collared shirt. There could be a bunch of things. People dress similarly. Right. The easiest way to do it uh, is always just to go to what we. What do we notice first? Right. When you look at somebody, our brains are wired to break down each other's faces. Yeah. Our yeah. brains are wired to look at somebody and look at certain things. Is it so bad to notice? Because if you don't notice there can be bad in that too because right. then you don't know like it, it, they tell us all the time you you can't say this to this group of people right now i have to identify this group of people to watch what i'm gonna then say also tell
0: people you don't see color at the same time yeah it does not it's uh mean, first yeah i you know i don't know i i would and and we we've first of all this is our one year anniversary chris where's the cake uh but i looks like he ate it i've <laughs> I've, oh, come <laughs> on. Don't get embarrassed by that. I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I would be it, like, I wouldn't say anything to you, but if we were in the parking lot and I was like, where's your rental car? And you would be like, and, and there was a black guy over there and you said it was over there uh, near that, near that guy. And uh, if there was like a couple of black guys, a couple of white guys, I would just, once you'd be like, oh, you see where that black guy's smoking over there, right? That's where my, uh, yeah, I got that. I rented a pickup truck. Uh, if you weren't comfortable enough with me
1: to say, hey, there's a black guy over there. and uh, If there's one guy smoking, I say the guy smoking. Right. i probably say the guy smoking. Well, that would be if more rare now than seeing a right. black guy, but if, it's like somebody smoking. But public. if there's two guys smoking, one black guy has a black guy, one guy's a white guy, I'd be like, the, the white guy smoking over there, the black guy smoking over there.
0: <laughs> the I think guy that's smoking that's about to seal my truck is how you say that. It's <laughs> what you
1: thought. I said meant.
0: <laughs> oh, to be black you get cake. to be racist. It's one of the uh one of the perks everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh but you know, and we got to go. We said we were going to do 35 minutes and we, we, at, we just, just do we spangle it 42. Uh, oh, that's good. We're but right this, this is what I wanted to ask you uh just going back and I don't want to kick this nest again, but I was wondering because you know they're talking about Eddie Murphy's going to do a stand-up special. And, I mean, who is the poster child for ground zero of gay jokes? I mean... Good he, ones, too. No, yeah, <laughs> sorry. I mean, the ones we still yell. Uh, but, no, I mean, dropping the F-double-G bomb like it's the word was. I mean, there's some rough stuff and Raw and Delirious, and... It's, you know like, it's like it's like a that? blogger's you know like paradise. Bill Cosby. <laughs> I told him to be how, how I never thought about that, Frank. That Bill Cosby told him to tone it
1: down, and then got to tone it down and drop, take a drink, tone it down. Oh God! And
0: then went and sedated about three thousand women. Uh yeah. So this is I'm interested to see how that plays out. So let's uh let's leave it on that. I actually want to hear uh we talked about some cool stuff. I actually want to hear what the what the people say. Well happy one year anniversary podcast partner. Yeah. Also oh. with you. By the way, uh is this sexual harassment, Chris? I've been like Frank has incredible calves.
1: You could be like a I calf have one one's busted. Did did you I throw my ACL when I was younger? Oh yeah
0: when i they look like yeah your calf muscles are w- you know w- like crazy full, hold full, on oh, uh, no,
1: hold on you want
0: to yeah we're going to we're going to get these Jesus Jesus Christ that's fuck that's crazy i
1: <laughs> even pump it up guys dude. <laughs> that's that's just dude a- how do you how do you like my bad one like is smaller <laughs> yeah but it's i'll give it to you too <laughs> <laughs> and he's back uh, it's so hard to get out he's back up y'all yeah that's a uh, dude that's so I mean, at it, just
0: twitching with power. you honestly could now you wanna see my ass there like? we go let's uh wait till chris leaves the room and then gets his camera and comes back yeah. uh no it's uh you honestly could be like one of those like ASICs running commercials where it's just, just like... my calves. Yeah. They didn't show the rest of me. Just like a hand like model. Like a hand model here. for
1: calves. Dude, you, for real. One calf. Yeah, dude. The other one.
0: All Your right. calves are amazing. Get on that note. And a little sexual harassment note.
1: Yeah. I call them veal.
0: All right. That's... All right. Now, Chris, if you can get out of here and let nature
1: take its course. We do... <laughs> We're going to have a little interracial... <laughs> there we go
0: yeah what if like what We're if you're gonna you, make my grandpa
1: <laughs> mad in a couple ways
0: <laughs> it was bad enough you had one in your room <laughs> <laughs> oh racism all right. With that, man, uh, where can everybody find everybody,
1: Frank? At Frank Caliendo, uh on various forms of social media, at Al Jackson IG on Instagram. That's right. At man. Alan Frank across the board. All right. That's it. Good job. Happy one year anniversary. Thanks for listening, y'all.